0: You're listening to the Chelsea Zerna podcast, a podcast that inspires conscious leaders to live meaningful lives and to get in touch with the deepest parts of the human experience. My name's Chelsea Zerna and I'm a woman's empowerment coach with the mission of rewilding the feminine back into society. Each week I have a conscious conversation with best-selling authors, inspiring leaders and spiritual light workers who aren't afraid to step into the unknown and explore the greatest truths of life. for listening. Welcome to the Chelsea Zerna podcast. I'm here with Damiana Loves. She is a sacred sensuality and relationship coach, and she created an experience called sensual awakening and sensual ascension, which is where I met her here in Tulum. And today we're going to talk about birthing ideas into the world and not holding on to things that can really hold you down in life. Damianna, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much. So grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to be um. here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I'd love to start out by talking a little bit about your story and maybe even starting at the beginning for people who um, are just meeting Damiana for the first time. And um, it would be amazing to just go into your awakening story. I'm going to start there because I think that was like a catalyst for a lot of
1: this. Totally. Yes. I'd love to share. something I don't share enough, so I'm grateful to be able to dive into this. So, of course, there's so many things in between, but in order to just like masculine this, <laughs> Um, essentially I grew up having a lot of trauma through other people's dimming of my brightness, of my light, of like too big, too loud, too everything, too sensitive. Uh, I was so emotional and I, I got made fun of a lot in school, so much so that it carried with me. Um, All the way from elementary school to middle school through high school, it was just like constantly ridiculed and put into a little box. And I chose, as these people were like casting spells on me, I chose to believe them to be true. And I ended up really going through like massive depression and attempted suicide when I was in sixth grade, like super young, miserable. And I started holding, 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 holding onto everything, so much so that when I was in eighth grade, I was 200 pounds. So I, of course, now recognize that I was actually holding onto all of the energy that was being thrown at me. I was storing all of this trauma in my body. I was storing all of the pain, all of the suffering, all of the sadness and Um, all of the words like literally in my own like skin it was like holding on to all these spells and so of course the journey of uh, transforming that and some of the biggest shifts like catalyzing moments were one recognizing when I was around 18 I sort of really realizing how actually sensitive I was. Like I got made fun of for being sensitive all of the time, and then of course the thing that we get most made fun of, most ridiculed for, is actually our superhero powers, like totally. our, our gifts, it's what we're here to give to the world, and so I remember being young and people would be like, you're so me so- sensitive and I was so sensitive about being sensitive because it was such a sensitive thing. And I was so emotional. And then I, I, would, I would get so triggered by it. And it's really, that was actually, this is my gift. This is my gift to the world is, is my sensitivity. Yeah. Um, so many levels. Sensitivity such a such a broad totally. word. Um, so I started really becoming aware about just how sensitive I was physically because I was getting all of these rashes from skin creams and even putting aloe vera on my skin. Aloe vera. 1% aloe is yeah. the kind of stuff they sell in the store. So I went down this road of really recognizing, like, okay, natural medicine. How can I start to naturally heal myself? How can I start to naturally lose this weight? Mm-hmm. And really went on a journey diving deep into holistic health and wow. making all of my, my own everything. I started making my own like skin products. And, 18 like, scrapes and Yeah, I mean, that was – 18 is when I – actually, I was – I was 17 when I started to realize like I really had to do something about my health because I, I, I was so miserable in a lot of ways. Um, so in terms of how I was feeding myself and going to the gym and things like that. And then I also became more aware around, uh, around the rashes and like looking at products and stuff, but it wasn't until I was like, yeah, I started on that path, but then like 18 and then 19 and 20, I like started getting more and more into it. But I remember, um, I remember really starting to like pull pull the thread of yeah. of this information um, mm-hmm. when I was yeah, pretty young, I guess like end of high school and started to see how I was so affected by the things I was putting on and I didn't I didn't understand at the time I was like how can what I'm putting on be so affecting me but it's like what goes on goes in our skin is the largest organ so what we what we put on our skin actually absorbs into the body then our organs have to process it and it goes into our bloodstream it's like so toxic so we're putting all these toxins into our system so I unraveled that and began on the journey of like holistic health and how to heal the body naturally and uh, so went on that trajectory for a while, <clears throat> went through a series of abusive relationships. Uh, the first one started more just like emotionally, emotionally kind of abusive verbally. And then the next one um, was, yeah, just more like emotional. And then the the last one was actually physically mm-hmm. abusive and like on all levels abusive. And I, that was a big part of my catalyst as well of like seeing how I had become so disempowered that I was allowing someone to treat me this way. And from, from the last relationship that I had, I chose, I made a very clear commitment. I recognized that I had been a serial monogamous my whole, like since my first boyfriend when I was 18, constantly in relationships, constantly like in between the relationships, just having a bunch of sex with people to try to fulfill my whole, like, this constant mm-hmm. void that I felt and try to make me feel pretty and try mm-hmm. to fulfill this this desire that I had. Ultimately, it was the longing to come home because that's mm-hmm. what all of it is. I yeah. have these, like, desires to fill through sex, through drugs, through alcohol, through distractions, through work, through the busyness, through the doings, the yeah. productivity. It's all just a distraction. Um, so... I came to that realization that instead of seeking outwardly in men, I was going to choose to commit myself to myself.
0: Mm-hmm. And how old were you at
1: this time? I was 20... When did I move to LA? 26. I think I was 26. Yeah. Wow.
0: 2014. Yeah. I'm 33. Yeah. That's amazing. Totally so so it's a journey to get to even this point
1: such a and, and I'm, I'm leaving out so much Totally. obviously but like totally. this is why books not too that weird. created. yeah 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 it's like this is like this the steam streamlined yeah um but so I went basically came to this conclusion after many 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 realizations after many years of of uh trauma and holding so much in my womb and like letting men just like do what they wanted to me so that I could just like feel some sense of connection and love and like oh I'm gonna be held for a minute mm-hmm. and then of course like as soon as that was done I was just like empty and craved it even more but didn't know how to yeah didn't know how to fill that like, and, and this is a very common thing that I now coach people into is recognizing how much we fill these needs and these voids through yeah. form and these things. So, um, so I committed to myself. It was very clear. I was basically like, I am marrying myself. I will not be in another relationship, period, until it is so completely aligned that I cannot deny it. I'm like, okay, this is fucking it. I can't deny it. It's happening, and I. I actually was uh, didn't have sex for two and a half years. I committed mm-hmm. to myself. I didn't commit to a specific time at that juncture, but I was like, I am not having sex. Mm-hmm. I'm just going in, focusing on myself. This is it. I'm going to change everything. Uh, I didn't, a little did I know, just how much of <laughs> my everything was going to change. Literally that whole version of that. I mm-hmm. was yeah. at that time. Um, but so I completely dedicated myself to myself Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and recognizing that I was going to go on this journey and that I was going to be the one to, to transform my life and that I was going to, it was where it started. So shortly after a series of magical divine alignments guided me to Los Angeles, a place that I had never imagined living except for when I was 18 and was like, I'm going to be in it actress yeah no, i gonna be a famous actress and then one of the many things my mom ended up like kicking me out of the house at 18 where I was like thinking I was gonna spend my summer my senior year uh like senior summer graduated like you know just partying and having a great time and then I was gonna go move to LA and like she ended up kicking me up so I had to get a job where I had to pay rent and I mean I wasn't for everything immediately All, immediately literally well, give me like one shot uh, was so intense, and so that kind of like ruined my dream. But it was obviously completely divine. Um But up until then, I had been doing theater my entire life, which is like drama saved me. Like drama class, theater, singing, dancing, saved, saved me night. because it was an outlet oh, for expression. That's so beautiful. The only way that I got to express. I'm actually a really, really, really talented actor. <laughs> <laughs> because I would actually, of course, it didn't take me till very later on to realize that I would just channel the character. I would just channel the emotion because I could feel so bad. So yeah. I'm so sensitive. It was like, I would just be the character. Yeah. There was no, I wasn't like, there. Separation. I wasn't there. People, I remember the, I remember, yeah, the moment where it really clicked when I was playing an old Jewish woman from New York named Rhoda, and, I, and she had like bunions, and was like, oh God, like, had her like so fucking like old woman. Like I was playing a woman at 18, I remember one of the one of the dads of one of the students who had watched the play. He came up to me after and he just looked me in the eyes. It was like shaking. Wow, <laughs> who are you? Like, oh, and he would, I didn't fully understand, but I was like, that was the greatest compliment I ever received at that wow. point. I was like, wow, I'm such a great actor. Yeah, like, oh, you felt it. It was that, but it was literally like I was just channeling this energy, which of course we're all connected. So it's like I just let the energy come through. Wow. Me so that I am that. yeah so so basically that was the biggest outlet for creative expression and that got me through that's honestly one of the things that probably like helps me from not committing suicide when i was really i was just so miserable and thank the lord Mm. thank god for theater holy shit Mm. um so went down the path moved to la ended up moving right into a community house. Little did I know it was a total house of witches wow. with a full on like witch mother and a shaman. <laughs> and this woman, one of the things that she called herself was Baba Yaga or Baba Yaga for those, if you've ever heard of the myth. Um, she's basically this old witch that would lure people into her home that when they would come in, she would, um, essentially like take their heads off. And she, this essentially what she was doing, the reason why, cause it always scared me so much. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, this is who you identify with. Like, this is who I'm living with. But I, it took me a while to understand. I had such triggers with her, like constantly triggering mm-hmm. me, and and I made me like feel like I was going crazy. Like I literally had a moment. I remember in the kitchen one time, where I like freaked out and, like I was just things, and, I, like, and she was like, "You're manic, you're crazy. It's, like, what the fuck is wrong with you?" And I was like, hey, "I am crazy. Like, what the fuck are you from me?" Like, that's the level of like. Trigger that I've like never done before in my life. Like, hold well, on, first wasn't gonna use it, but I was literally like, it. and the level of like, what I consider this now, like, what I realize is friction. It's like breathing fire. Mm-hmm. You place your hands together. And, <laughs> no, you're on the podcast. You can't see what I'm doing. But you place your hands together and like feel the fire mm-hmm. that burns within you. It's like you start to create this friction. How is sex created? it's a baby? Like everything is created. The big bang. Right? Everything is created out of friction, and so. What happens when we have this like combustion of energy is that we actually, I know, right? (laughs) Like, this is creation, it's literally creation energy. That's why the power of like rubbing the hands together and like remembering the power of your healing hands, now placing them where you feel the pain, Mm -hmm. sending that energy. It's like, this is our power, and fire, fueling the fire, fanning the fire, like breathing life into the fire, Mm -hmm. creates this powerful Combustion of energy, which if you choose it to be so, you can transform through the fire. You burn through the flames like the phoenix rising yes. through the flames, yeah. through the violet flame. You are transformed and you become anew. Mm. And so what was happening in these times with her is I was rebirthing myself. Yeah. And it was so challenging and it was like the most painful. I literally was like, I can't live with this. I tried to kick out the house. But the universe was like this is this is request and she's representing this colleague attitude too she's like sexist slice your head off and what she resonated with I was like i'm gonna lure you because she did she's the one who pulled down to like, her post and her like everything she's the reason why i came down there because yeah. i was so like oh, in love with what she was saying and community house and like i finally got to living community <laughs> and like and she's like, I'm gonna work with herbs and we have a potionarium underground. And I had just I was all in holistic health and I was helping I'd already healed myself on a lot of levels. Yeah. I was helping others, and you know, I wanted to learn more about herbs and plant medicine and tinctures and potions. And she's like,
0: come, like
1: come to the witch and experience the potion in the room and then, like I'll show you everything and we like, know and I'm just like, yes <laughs> and then I get down there. You know, she was super sweet for the first couple of weeks. and then it like started the triggers started happening. And the fire started burning. and I started, you know, this the pot started stirring, the cold mm. started stirring, and it started to to stir the energy within me and it started to allow for the mm. so. That experience was so powerful and guided me through so much, like massive, massive shifts. So during that time that I was in that community, in total it was four and a half years. Wow.
0: You stayed there for four and a half years?
1: Okay, wow. she wasn't there the whole time yeah we ended up like overthrowing you actually it was kind of crazy and then i had to get overthrown later on Because like <laughs> the, the 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 mom of the house always has to be overthrown the works, house guess. oh
0: so you became the mom of the
1: house. i basically like by default kind of became the mother of the house like the most nurturing loving like people pleaser tends to become mm-hmm.
0: that
1: um and at that time i was like that's another thing is like of course real i didn't like an extremely addicted people pleaser, mm-hmm. like yeah. so addicted to, to mm-hmm. the uh, validation of others, so mm-hmm. addicted to getting my fix from what yeah. people told me. Like, yeah, oh, you're so this, you're so that, you're so this. You know, yeah, nah. but it was so unfulfilling and unsatisfying because we must know that for ourselves. It doesn't matter if other people say it; they can say it to the moon and back. But if you don't know it, mm-hmm. you don't know it. Yeah. So, so powerful. Are you a cancer? Oh (laughs) if I was born (laughs) twenty hours later I would be a cancer Gemini. Literally twenty hours (laughs) later. During that time I started really I started as I was like dying as a huge part of my ego was dying during this these four and a half years. I started channeling, like getting really good at channeling and when I was younger, I realized now that, um, and even during that time, um, but like basically like early 20s through the time in LA, um, I would channel all of these things, but it was kind of like a. a open funnel, and I didn't know how to turn it off, and it Mm -hmm. would actually really cause a lot of Mm -hmm. problems. So you'd
0: be sitting in meditation, all these ideas are coming, and then you are doing
1: what? Well, so what would happen is I would be sitting in front of a person, Mm -hmm. and I would receive all the information from the person, receive all these things that I wanted to come through and things Mm -hmm. that they needed to do and blah, 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 but I would then tell them like a ball, like a fire hydrant, just tell them and they weren't ready for it. They didn't ask for it. There was no agreement. There was nothing. And it ended up backfiring in ways because people were like, what the fuck are you telling me all this? And it, it caused a lot of different things. But then I also started channeling when I would, yeah, when I would sit uh, in nature, especially whenever I would go just be with nature and I would look into the ocean and I would start to channel all of these song lyrics. I would start to channel these ideas, especially when I would use um, marijuana in a really like intentional way. Yeah. I would channel all of these things and I would write in my journal and I would be so excited. I'm like, I'm going to create a, a reality show and I'm going to create a comedy, spiritual comedy conscious reality show for YouTube and it's going to be fucking huge. I'm going to do all these voices and characters and it's going to be amazing to change the world. I'm, I'm going to put out this music. I'm going to you know make this podcast. I'm going to make a you know conscious media hub. It's inspiration, education, entertainment. Um, like, I'm literally, like, got all of these ideas, like, total funnel, consequence, And what I did was, like, never committed to anything. So I would, like, record a song on my cell phone, and I would write out the entire conscious media and all the ideas that I had for shows, like, everything from kids' shows to, like, you know, secret sexuality stuff, like, everything. And, and then I just would, like, taste Taste it, taste Mm. it, putting it out a little bit, trying it a little bit there, whatever it is, made like one episode of this epic comedy show, but never really got my hands in the dirt and like chose to really farm the soil, farm the seed. I was basically like throwing seeds everywhere, just like hoping, hoping one will do its thing instead of really focusing and like incubating Mm. the energy and letting it. So... I basically was holding all this energy, holding all these creations within me, all of these beautiful world changing creations. And that went on for some time, many, many years. And the one thing that I did birth that I'm so proud of was that I started guiding experiences. I started guiding workshops and, um, probably like this, like a year and a half into being in LA. And that was the one thing that stuck because I was so, that's what I realized later on, because I was so addicted to the validation of witnessing people's experience and watching people transform before my very eyes. Mm. What gave me the most satisfaction and nourishment than anything I ever felt. And that's when I started to realize also that this is so what I'm here to do, is yes. to guide people the transformation also that in order to fully step into that you must be a full embodiment of it Mm -hmm. so I was not yet fully there and um it's been like six years now of guiding these experiences of which have transformed and molded and now they're just like most beautiful fucking world changing life changing like literally has the capacity to transform a life in one another so beautiful and I'm so grateful for that and that I committed to that Mm -hmm. and so, about a year, just over a year and a half ago, uh, I met a man in the, like, most freaking divine way. Um, I actually kind of want to tell the quick story of how we met. <laughs> okay. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, never okay. So, basically, um, I got, I went through, like, a bloody bloody bath experience of what got me kicked out of the old house the, the community house that i was in yeah it ended up my so i have a dog shh, whole fucking another story how i even have this dog to my abusive ex-boyfriend. who this dog literally ended up like saving me yes. so saved me from that relationship it gave me the reflection of innocent mm-hmm. angel and i was like oh that's what i am mm-hmm. oh. I don't deserve this and neither do you because it's sort of abusing the puppy wow. and it showed that's me huge. he like challenged me to yeah. get the, to, to like become because when you see sometimes th- sometimes so powerful to remember sometimes it's easier to stand up for something else enough enough than it is worse and I witnessed I was mm-hmm. finally able to stand up for myself you know, for myself for the puppy right. and that's what got me to recognize oh I can actually do this for myself mm-hmm. so I yeah. plotted a whole thing and I finally like, made an escape I had to like look at everything I lost a car lost for my staff like it was crazy, but I got away with this like soul connection, literally like a being who was sent from the heavens to transform my life. This this creature, wow. this being, and so and I never wanted a dog, never ever. I tried to convince my partner at the time, like my boyfriend, not to get a dog, and he he actually picked him out. He picked out this happy soulmate, and he freed me. So he like it was so divine. So this being, this being in dog form has always led me down really interesting, magical things where in the moments I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he's taking me down this road. I'm like, wow, you're a fucking genius. Thank you. Thank you, God dog. Wow. So one of the things that happened was that he ended up, never before, but he ended up getting into an early fight with another Mm -hmm. dog who was just, the woman was just subletting the Room out of the house, I was there for four and a half years, subletting for one month. The dogs ended up getting into like a gnarly fight, the, the most blood I've ever seen in my life. And so, the woman at the time was like so against me, she just wanted me out. It's like the same thing. I wanted it shifted, and this other woman was like, because we were to confrontational. confrontation. When I was like, the mother, she was the father, she was like, the whole thing. But so she wanted me out already, so she was like ready for any excuse. She's like, "This,
0: this is it. it. This is not in."
1: So she like rallied the whole house against me. She's like, "We can't have this dog here. He's unsafe." We've like never had happened in four and a half years. Yeah. But of course, mm-hmm. and but my my pup had like never been in even in a situation like that. It's never been that bad. It's never been that. But it was divine. It was completely divinely aligned. He like knew what he was fucking doing. Yeah. Was like this is for you, Mando. Let's get in a fight for you. Yeah. <laughs> so. It ended up getting me kicked out and part of the magic of this experience was that the way that she rallied the house around me, the way that she talked to me and everything through the whole experience of me, like them convincing me that I was trying to leave, convincing everyone, was she was telling me all of the things that within the time of me living in the home were like my biggest things that were like the biggest things that I had to overcome Mm. and it it was like it was an initiation when she funneled all of this to me I was able to let it wash over me like a waterfall and not take any of it personally and be able to hear her and just be like it's time for me to go and it was like a full initiation from the beginning to the end of like, wow, I've actually integrated and embodied oh, everything I was amazing. learning over the years, yeah. and now I can go. Yeah, it's like now you're free mm, to go. Yeah, it was like it's the most profound like test. It was literally a fucking test from the universe of like, mm. are you ready? It was so powerful. <clears throat> the other roommates couldn't even believe how I responded after the way that she did this whole thing to me and like, or for me. Um, but the other one like, holy fuck, like you're a saint. I'm like, you have no idea. This is like oh what I've been working towards. It's not even know. that I'm a saint. It's like I'm truly able to hold everything I've yeah. been, I've been Remembering. Now it's really time for the next chapter. Exactly. So now time for the next chapter. So it was so divinely aligned. I ended up going mm-hmm. to go stay with this amazing friend of mine who was over on Melrose. And I stayed with him with my dog. And basically for me being at that, I was I was living at that house for just like a couple months, I was like transitioned to the like full space. So I would go and walk Buddy like through over near like Melrose area and I'm like walking him one day and then this guy is just like, man, i use a bad bitch, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, hey, like, why are you talking to me like that? I'm not bad. I'm like a really kind person, actually. And um, and I was like, okay, bye. Have a great day. And I left. And then the next day, I'm like walking the same little route on Melrose, And this guy is like uh, on his bike outside of the store. And he's like, yo, girl, what's up? You remember me from yesterday? I'm like, yeah, I totally remember you. So get this. Any other time in my life, like before that moment in time, I would have never given this person the time of day. I would have literally been like, "Uh, fuck you, bye. Like, I'm not talking to you. Like, you're like, that's not cool. Like, I don't like the way you talk to me. I wouldn't even said anything. But because of where I was on my journey, I was like, this is a person. He clearly thinks that this is what works. I'm going to show him. I'm going to give him a little reminder of like what you actually can find uh, to connect with a woman mm-hmm. if you really want to connect with a woman. So I entertained this conversation. I talked to him. I ended up talking for like half an hour and was like getting to know him and talking. To him. I was like, so does that actually ever work for you? Like, do you ever connect it with anyone really from this way of hollering at women and blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm talking to him and all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'm just like so focused, so present with him, not even looking around, very really here. Out of nowhere, all of a sudden, I just feel this pull, and I lean back, and I look down the aisle of the store that I was in front of. I have no idea where I was even at. I didn't know what store I was in front of. I didn't even know where I was. I looked down the aisle of the store, and all I see are a pair of eyes looking right up at me, mm-hmm. like exact looking me in the eyes. And I'm just like, Phew. it was just like, I must know you, and i and um and it was so clear and I told her, I was like, okay, hey, I'm gonna go into the store. It was so nice talking to you. Have a beautiful day. Hope you learned something. Hey, divide <laughs> You know, like and then I like walked into the store and I just like walked right up to this being and looked him into the eyes and just like started talking. It was actually a really funny fucking conversation that I started with because he was dripping in uh onks. He had like onks on everything, like earrings, on his hat, and was, like drawn onks and he's an artist and so he like drew onks on everything and I was like I was like so wow you're stripping and onks like what does that mean to you and he's like oh it's part of the sun and you know creation and da 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 like but obviously I know there's like so many meanings to it like what do you what does it mean to you and it's like well but I gave him the whole like <laughs> the eternal knowing and it's the phallic energy and the yoni coming together to create life and it's the divine portal of creation and all this and he's just like <laughs> so that's like the first thing I talked to. Literally, was the first sentence I said. Like, okay, what's meme. this mean? <laughs> um, and then we started talking for like three hours. like super deep. No one came in the store the entire time. It was like a wow contacts just dove in. And then very like finally, just like yeah, very end of the conversation, I realized we hadn't even gotten each other's names after mm-hmm. three hours. That's like my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I don't know anything. I didn't know where he was from. I didn't know how old he was. I didn't know name. Nothing. Very end, I'm like, you know, what's your name? He's like, magic. And I literally like melted because I'm always my whole like, if you knew me at that point, is everything is magic. See with the eyes of magic, everything's magic. Make a magical life, magical dream. I'm like, everything's magic. So, like, my friends are gonna be like, you magnetized him. It's so hot. You've been talking about him for years. So, um, I got to meet in the flesh my reflection of magic. And now, a year and a half later, we've been together, and it has been the most beautiful, life-changing, so fucking intense. Bringing up all of the things I thought I had already healed—literally mm-hmm. all the things that I was like, mm-hmm. "Like, no, not until you're in a relationship where you've <laughs> actually passed that shift," yeah. because it's it brings true. up everything. To be in that sacred, near relationship, especially when you're with someone who's like. You're just calling, constantly calling it out, pulling it out, and mm-hmm. committed to like not just going to run away. Yeah. It's changing. Like I actually know. Like we, it came really clear after the first, I don't know, six months. We're like, oh, so this is really hard. Normally, I would leave and be like done with this, but we're gonna find this in someone else.
0: Yeah, I unless know that really we
1: will like... find this in someone unless we mm-hmm. dive in yeah. and yeah. choose to transform it in yeah. this relationship. So here's our gift from the universe, the universe, to transform it. And so we chose to to dive in and and to not give up, to really like let the universe do work her magic of like, if we're not meant to be together at a certain point, she'll just actually allow us to separate. But like we're so in it. We've had the most magical transformational experience ever. So basically from about a a few months, well, essentially when I turned 30, for some reason, I don't know what the heaven happened, but, um, I started experiencing really, really painful cycles and I went from my entire life from when I first started bleeding like 15, I had very easy, gentle cycles when I had friends who would fall off work and stuff. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why? Like, I don't get it. What's the problem? Like I yeah. never understood. I, I, they were just so gentle. So, so easy. Um, and when I was 30, All of a sudden, they started becoming like really intense, way more intense. I was like, what's going on? I I just started reading about it. I heard that it was like maybe a hormonal thing, um, but just kind of like ignored it and, you know, used CBD and um, like all these different natural things to try to help it. Um, But it just kind of kept going on that way and it just stayed pretty like intense for a while. And then about six months before I met Magic, so it was like two years ago, it started or like maybe even three months, it was so close to when I met him, it started getting much more intense and like increasingly worse increasingly worse. And by the time I met him, I, my, for the one week in my luteal phase, the one week before I started bleeding, I would be in the most excruciating pain I've ever experienced. The kind of pain where I would have moments of like, I want to just like, cut off the bottom half of my body like I can't handle this I was on the ground screaming crying and a ball like clenched just like oh my god like not even knowing what to do with myself literally being like why oh why gosh. is this happening to me like oh my god and um it would make me delirious it would make me actually delirious like I couldn't like I'd be shaking I couldn't get up I would have to lay a oh just, like a oh. week straight like I couldn't do things yeah. Oh my god. Like I couldn't sometimes it was like five days, but usually like a week. I days. couldn't do I have like leg sweats. I would be like shaking and basically like completely sick, but but very localized in my womb. Wow. And the pain was it was very much there, but the the intensity of the pain caused It was like it caused my other bodily functions to kind of shut down. I was like, I couldn't even think straight. I couldn't make phone calls. I would always be like, oh, I'll just make some phone calls and do some work that way since I can't get up and like go do anything. Like, couldn't, couldn't think, couldn't, like, was just, it was so intense. Um, So, magic. Thank the goddess, (laughs) Saint Angel, sent from above he helped support me so much wow. during this time each month he was like yeah, massaging me and rubbing the you know cbd oil on my back and on my womb and i would have like the 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 light therapy mat and the freaking like heating pad and just like in it and he'd be getting me drinks and making me soup my, curia, my super foods, like, and my superfoods like because i couldn't even like get up and do it. i would be like and help me go to the bathroom like crazy like
0: Wow. Crazy
1: fucking shit. At 32 years old. Yeah. Like, so intense. So he helped me through this this for a while. And With each cycle, this would happen. Every month. Wow. For a week. So basically what I was doing is I would do as much as I could in three weeks. Yeah. So that during that one week, I was like, I do nothing now yeah. and I'm just in it and I'm an excruciating pain, and I'm miserable and I'm wreck and I'm I was this is the thing like the level of sensitivity that I have now it was like or that I've always had it was the most extreme hypersensitive you can imagine like everything made me upset everything made me cry I was so like massive hormonal imbalance so stressed like so much stress and that's also part of what triggered this is stress
0: yeah um,
1: so I like kept dealing with it, kept dealing with it, kept dealing with it. I just kept pushing it to the side, pushing it to the side, pushing it to the side, distracting myself, mm-hmm. doing everything else, focusing on everyone else, constantly focus on, you know, my clients, the workshops, everything else that I was trying to do in the world. And come sometime in August, the time where I was in my pain this last August, we were actually in Sedona super powerful healing portal and I was in my like pain experience that's what I would call it I was like I'm in my pain experience and I actually gotten diagnosed through an ultrasound but they can't technically diagnose what it is but uh, they told me I had endometriosis mm-hmm. which I found out obviously doing lots of research and that it's something that affects actually a lot a lot a lot of women I had no idea um, but that's what they told me that it was they said your options are you get on birth control it's up with the pain uh mm. and you're just on that yeah for who knows how long or you get surgery and you cut it mm. all out. Cut out all the endometrial tissue tissue.
0: Jeez.
1: So those are my options. And of course me being like holistic healer for yeah. years I'm like, no thank you. <laughs> I will figure this out on my own. I'm not doing any of that. Um uh, and but what happened was again I just kept ignoring it and it kept okay. getting worse and it kept mm-hmm. getting worse and it kept getting worse and <laughs> Finally, this one during during the pain experience of that that month in August, this last August, we were in Sedona, and I remember I was in my fucking experience, freaking out, upset, like crying, like I don't even know, probably yelling at magic for something that he didn't even like, do because I was like, <laughs> taking out so much, like <sighs> like I was like it was so much pain. One of the things that I that I equated to now having understood yeah. is that. My physical body. It was. It was like my my spirit was trying to like escape my body, and I would like shake and like have all these. Like I, it was like I couldn't. It was like get out of this, like get away. I was like my my physical body was like, wow, couldn't contain the pain, and so I would like do all these things to try to contain it, and I would shake and like I was trying to like move the energy while I was in pain, but I like. It's hard to I put it in. It was so painful to even move. So um and then it also created even more stagnation because I was so afraid to do anything. Because even like walking, running, like doing any type of workout, like everything worked way, 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 way worse. So I was like actually became more stagnant. So finally, this one this one time during the experience in August, um, while I'm in it and I do at like the height of my emotional like hysteria. Um, and magic just got like, took on this, just like collie energy yeah. of, of like, you, yeah, so while I'm in the most fucking, while I'm in pain, I didn't wait till after, I didn't wait like while I'm in it, because that's when I needed to hear it while I'm in it. Yeah. Because it was so easy. That was one thing that I realized I would be in the pain so fucking in it. As soon as when it was gone, I was like, what, hell, what can I do for the next three weeks? Like yeah. Literally stuffing it down. Like it was, mm-hmm. and he just like, he had to, to love me in this way. At this point he was like, you fucking piece of shit. I need to be like, how are you talking to me? Like he, it was the way he was even talking to me. Like, of course was laced with so much love, but because I was in so much pain, it was like so hard for me to hear. Yeah. Um, but he said, he's like, I cannot watch you continue to be in this much pain and distract yourself with everything else. Mm-hmm. And you're about to take on a new client. You're about to go dive into this like kaboom coaching thing to like mm-hmm. help you live with press and files, which I I'm <laughs> so glad I did. it. I didn't, but still, he was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like you're distracting yourself so much. Like you keep distracting yourself. Like you're just helping everyone else to focus on everyone else and everything else. Yeah. Like you are in so much pain. I've been helping you through this for an entire year. Mm-hmm. And that was actually what I think it was, was so our anniversary or one year anniversary was August 4th. So mm-hmm. I think it was kind of like a real It was like one year of dealing with that. Wow. And, I, it, and it hadn't gotten any better. Got, it actually, actually got gotten it. worse. And he was just like, I'm fucking done. Like, I'm not like, no, like you kid, you have to do something about this. You have to treat this like it's a fucking thing yeah. that you have to fix. So you have to heal this. You can't just keep ignoring it. Yeah. When you tell all your clients, you have to face the shit, and you're fucking not facing the shit. Yeah. Like you have to dive into this. And I was like just crying and crying and like, and I tried to be like, like, I'm in so much pain. And then I was able to like bring myself back and come to, and I. I said, like, right then and there, I, like, declared to him, looking into his eyes, like, I will never be in this pain again. Mm. Ever. From this moment forward, it will only get better. Mm. And I went on a deep inward dive, deep into the depths of my portal of creation, to the womb. And I started... I just committed myself, just how I committed myself originally to like focus on myself. Was celibate for two and a half years, not gonna be in a relationship. I ended up not being in a relationship for almost six years until I met Magic. Wow. And fully committed myself to healing and to trans- to transforming this pain.
0: Like, what did that? What did that mean? What did that involve?
1: Ultimately, over over everything, what I realized is that it's more emotional than anything. Totally. But I went on oh, the path of like everything from what I ate to mm-hmm. doing like anti-inflammatory lifestyle. Because essentially, it's like what I was told it was, it was endometriosis. So I was like, yeah. I was treating it like that. I was like, okay, inflammation, inflammation. Okay, total anti-inflammatory. Um, I started doing acupuncture for the first time to try to open and clear and like create more like open the meridian lens yeah. and, um, specifically geared towards the womb. <clears throat> I started moving a lot more, even though it was like hard for me. I started, I realized, uh, that it was stagnation in the yeah. body, just like anything else it's stagnant energy. So I needed to start moving my body. So I like on a rebounder and started jumping every day, sort like, of shaking yeah. and, and like, doing all this movement and one of the things that came through really strong too is like I remember when I was like starting to shift it and really focusing on it I remember one of the first times the, the next, the next mm-hmm. cycle after that first time dedicating myself I was in it and my friend who was with me she was wanting to go on a walk and I was like oh no I can't go on a walk like I'm in this pain like I, I, should, I always hurts more when I walk I was like mm-hmm. maybe I should walk yeah. And so I started. I started walking, and I started to feel the pain. I started breathing and breathing and breathing to my womb, and just like ah, like really starting to open up to it, and like really, I actually like kept going, kept going, kept going, and it and it and it went away. It just That's the Pain in the exactly. wall. And so I was like, okay, the things that I'm afraid to do, it's like I actually get to go into those, like yeah. everything, right? So one of the biggest things, I would say. Is and this is for everything, it's not just endometriosis, like literally everything. When we are in pain or in extreme pleasure going into orgasmic states, yeah, we clench. Yeah. If you imagine even like when you're about (laughs) to orgasmic, like it's holding, right? Or like I'm in so much pain, you're like clenching and I remember these moments of being literally clenched in a fucking ball holding my womb like like laying like couldn't right it was like yeah. this so the biggest the biggest breakthrough is instead of this where I was literally clenching my jaw tightening everything which changes the womb which tightens the throat mm-hmm. tightens everything screaming crying is to open it's yeah. too completely open so I went from being in tiny tight little balls on the floor screaming to being in open like <laughs> turned the extreme pain into pleasure wow. so when people would hear me after i was like on the path to transforming and transforming it when people would hear me and they experience they would think i was having an orgasm oh yeah. God, it was so crazy but that was the biggest the okay. biggest biggest thing and it's the same for pleasure it's the same for orgasmic experiences if yeah. you open instead of close you create a long orgasmic pleasure you create you ride the wave of the orgasm versus just being this like little like surface blip in time. Um, you actually get to expand mm-hmm. the pleasure that you experience in every moment. We can expand the pleasure. We can expand through the breath, through yeah. taking deep breaths, through opening, opening the voice. Also the, the vocal cords are directly connected to our pleasure centers. Okay. So you open the voice, you open the yoni. Like you can experience so much more and there's so much trauma stored in our wounds and our cervix and like the whole thing. And so the more that we open the breath and we open the voice, we open this energy channel. It actually creates an open channel. We become an open channel wherein we can actually receive all that is wanting to come through us. We can move energy so much quicker. We can magnetize by opening up this powerful Oh, immensely powerful energy within us. So <clears throat> through coming into this knowing, it also activated on another, 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 another level. Like my sensuality, my sexuality, my ability to magnetize, my ability to which I call instead of manifest, I actually call magnetize because I actually don't,
0: totally.
1: I don't even like to believe in, but I don't, I don't like buy into manifestation. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because to manifest is to think that you just created it. Um, out of nothing but actually that thing is already in existence everything that we want is already here everything that we mm. desire in the entire world like everything is already here yeah. we just magnetize it from where it is to where we are mm. and so we just like we call it in and that's why the power of our sister we are in the bed laying down just broke her collarbone and I, I said like what an amazing opportunity for you to really practice your ability to magnetize and to witness how going within and being in the stillness and just allowing yeah. everything gets done.
0: Totally. And so
1: it's really moving from the busy, constantly productive, needing to do something. I always say we're not human doings. Yeah. We're human beings. Mm-hmm. So we're here to be. Totally. And so when we fully step into our beingness and we fully step into our embodiment, in body, yeah. we are able to create mm. With the energy that creates worlds.
0: Yeah.
1: That is within us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that is how we become a conscious creator of our life, which the whole thing now is like activating the power of our sensuality and uh, being able to create the life of our dreams, Mm -hmm. truly living the life of our dreams and transforming all of our pain, all of our suffering, all traumas, our patterns, and our programs, and all of the shit that Mm -hmm. has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. It ends with us, but only if we choose it. Yeah. And we get to be the ones. We are the ones to choose this so that it does not get passed on to our children and their children and their children. And it is a choice. It is completely a choice. And the power is 1 million percent within us. And... When I say these things and I like, and this is what I'm all about. If you go to my Instagram, Damiana loves, like all of my stuff is like all about this. And I get people all the time just being like, what the fuck? You are so privileged. I can't Mm -hmm. believe you're talking like this. Like people don't have the opportunity like you do all these things. And I tell them, I'm like, are you not God? Mm -hmm. Like as much as the fucking shit is happening in our world, we also have the power to transform the way we are being within it. Yeah. It is, it is absolute truth. And when we step into a new way of being and a new way of seeing and choose to transform all of the shit that mm-hmm. we've been through and actually take that pain, turn it into pleasure, turn it into power. Yeah. We become full alchemists of our life and we are transforming the way that we think, the way we feel, the way we express, the way we experience this life. Yeah. So it truly is an initiation, Mm -hmm. like we must walk through the fire to Mm -hmm. be able to actually rise into the phoenix that we are. And one of the Mm -hmm. things that was so clear is that we can be shown the door, like magic showed me the door, but I had to walk through it. Yeah. And, like all of us, like any coaches, guides, any of that, it's like we can show them the door, but you have to walk through it. When yeah. my clients are like, you changed my life, oh my God, you, you, you. And like, yeah. I just showed you the door. That's so beautiful. That's it. Totally. I'm just here to help guide you back home to yourself. Yeah. And that's what I've been on this journey of. Oh. Fucking forgot the whole because it's so new. It's so fresh. Yeah. It's so fresh. It's just end. I was just about to say. So so the you're the end of the initiation.
0: Yeah, and you're 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 going through this. You're transmuting your pain and you're moving it into pleasure, but you're still having this this stomach issue, this wound, yeah. uh, and angi- endometriosis. So how did you end up transmuting this? Like, what happened?
1: So. As soon as I started committing to it, it got better, 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 continue to get better and better.
0: Like your pain. Like the, each the pain. month.
1: Each month. So much so that by the time, this was just a couple of months ago, so much so that in November, so from August cycle, September, November. In November, I had... The lightest, I literally couldn't even call it pain. What? I said it was. You could be kidding. No. August, September, October, November. So
0: four months of you doing this and really moving through all this.
1: Yeah. And it was like the middle of August. It was like the end of August. So it was really like August to September to October. Yeah. So like three months. I I completely, like, I was just discomfort. It wasn't even close to the same kind of pain. It was probably like 80%. And then the next month it was like 90%. And then, and then the next month, um, so it just kept getting better and better. And, uh, this last month in what are we in January?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So in January, magic and I decided because we have been in some heavy shit, mm-hmm. trans- transforming some massive shit. We've been processing so much in our relationship. We've looked at, we've we're completely different people. <laughs> we're <laughs> completely started. different people than when we yeah. were together. Truly. Yeah. And we've, like, really been doing the work, and it's been really intense, and we've actually been together, like, the whole time. And mm-hmm. we've moved all these different places, traveled all these different places together, and we're just, like, with each other this whole time. And mm. so we, we came to this realization this last month, just a few weeks ago, the beginning of January, that we – get to create sacred space we're going to create a sacred pause where we're going to actually create more mm-hmm. separation in our relationship we're going to not what what we came up with is that we weren't going to see each other for 24 days wow. and we weren't going to text talk nothing to completely because partly what i realized is that well mostly for myself but like i was addicted to being wanton woman, addicted to mm-hmm. his opinion to his what did he, it was just everything, on every level. Addicted to being with him all the time. Just like very codependent in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so we decided to do this this deep dive into our ourselves, really into ourselves and into creating the separation. So at this time in January, I've been in Mexico since the beginning of November. Um, so at the beginning of January, I have not bled since I got to Mexico. Didn't bleed in November, didn't bleed in December. And during that time, uh, it was really interesting because instead of having my one week of the experience of like this discomfort, yeah. it was kind of like a constant underlying discomfort. Mm. And it wasn't super painful like it had been, but it was like a constant feeling in my womb, like something was happening, something technician. Yeah. It was like not not pleasant but like not nearly I was like I'll take this over what I had before you know but I, there was something going on I didn't know and I wasn't bleeding which I've never never not bled since I first started out yeah. but just completely regular hmm. so the day before magic and I decided to, to create our sacred space it's like yeah the last day we're gonna be together he divinely like within two maybe two days before that he decided to invest more money than it's kind of crazy in these crystal alchemy sound healing bowls, which they're wow. insane. They're like the yes. most absurdly expensive. I can't even. I was like, what the fuck is that? It's perfect though. Some um, people. But so he invested in these bowls the day before we leave. He's doing, he he does a sound bath at his beautiful sanctuary in the jungle. It's pouring rain, which mm-hmm. I always, whenever rains, I'm like, yeah, it's cleansed, Totally. And um so I always, I love the rain so much. And Me so it's sure. this cleansing energy in the jungle, open, just like looking at beautiful rain forest. And he does the sound healing and I go deep within and I'm like vibrating and so much comes through. It was so powerful. So the bowls that he got are the endocrine bowls. Mm. the endocrine system regulates hormones in the body yeah. one of the bowls is specifically connected to the sacral
0: right. sacral
1: root I think it's throat, and throat is what it has third eye. so I'm doing this sound healing I'm like feeling it things are activating I'm feeling so open after I'm like integrating it all afterwards I go to the bathroom and I bled for the first time in two months wow. Directly after the same. Directly (laughs) after. I'm literally like, and magic helped with like the catalyst. Like he Mm -hmm. getting these bowls, trusting in the universe. We couldn't even afford them. We didn't even have the money to pay for them. He like divinely was just like, these are my bowls. They just like let him take them without Mm -hmm. even paying anything. No, I was like watching this happen, just like literally $8,000. I'm watching him tap, and he's like who the fuck are? I'm telling you he's magic the shit been, he was like is absurd he'll literally be like I really want to da 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 and so I was like who would you like this like it's just ridiculous <laughs> like it's he's just <laughs> listening um, but so he walked away with these bowls just days before where I was like you know are you kidding me you can't afford this like what are you doing you're so crazy Thank God he got them because he catalyzed him trusting that being in his abundance, then doing the sound bowls catalyzed me like the shifting that needed to happen, which allowed me to bleed for the first time. Then the very next day, is our first day of not talking, not seeing each other, not anything. (laughs) Magic has been with me the entire time in this extreme pain, a year and a half, by my side, every time, like, fully saintly helping me through it. He was also the catalyst to be like, deal with this, do something, right? And then he was the catalyst to help clean it, right? Get this, get this, ridiculous just following guidance, just being, just being him, not not doing anything, just like being him, <laughs> him come through. like, you know. So then the first day that we're not together, I have, so this amazing guy, Joe, Joe McVean, he's like all about his viral purpose media. He's all about helping people take their purpose and go viral with it and actually utilizing Making a massive impact in the world. So weeks before, I had done our partial like strategic session to like see if um, it was like a consultation to help me like yeah. map things out to really start to step into what I'm actually going to do in the world. Finally, only like 10 years later, <laughs> and then um, so we did half the session. Then we move in together. So the first day that we're separate, Melody on our are separate. We finish our session. We complete our session, and Joe just on the computer has it mapped out like the ladder to what I'm gonna create, and it's the, you know, the the this, the, the Dream Life Activation, and then the freaking membership, and then the course, <laughs> the Central Awakening Course, and then the this. And I'm just like looking at this, just like crying, I'm like, well, I'm not, like I'm actually gonna do it. I'm actually gonna step into it. I'm gonna fucking do the things I've been talking about. I'm gonna <laughs> burn these things in the world. Like it's happening, you know? And I have a catalyst. I have someone who's gonna help me because part of my biggest thing was like I didn't know how to do the Click Funnels. I don't know how to fucking click- create the website. I don't know how to create any of that stuff. And I would always get me down. with like too much to create. I don't know how to do it. I get, and so I would give up. Yeah. And so he, it was this perfect divine timing. We complete the session. I'm looking at it. I'm just like, yes, this is it. And then he tells me, he's like, okay, like you want to dive in? and like, commit yourself to this. I'm like, yes. Like, okay. $10,000 for three months. I'm just like, Okay. Let's fucking do it. And like, let's do, let's just do payment plan. We did 333, 3333 per month for the next three months. And so I'm I'm like, all right, let's fucking do it. I'm fucking doing it. I can't, I can't not do this anymore. (laughs) Like I have to do this, right? So energetically, I always take my clients through this thing, and I this is actually part of how I transformed my relationship to money. So my whole life growing up, not enough, not enough was programmed so deeply. Not enough money, not enough food, not enough scarcity been my whole life working through that it's been a fucking drain. I still I still mm-hmm. yeah. have moments yeah. so I a couple years ago started to transform my relationship with money by doing this like sending the energy sending this currency money is a currency so yeah. sending the flow of energy with so much love and gratitude and like the utmost just seeing the impact of what mm-hmm. it's going to do for me seeing the impact of what it's going to do for like me seeing it. the impact yeah as I'm giving it yeah. as I'm giving it so I'm I'm, I'm on my bank account like figuring out how to pay Joe, switching some some money around. And I'm I'm like energetically in my mind, so I've already started to prepare myself. I'm like, okay, hey, this is it. Like, I'm fucking doing it. Like, I'm holding back. I have the support. I'm investing this money in myself, in the world, in the trajectory of my entire life. I'm going to change the world with this. Like, this is it. Like, this is it. And I'm like getting so excited, even though I'm like spending all this money. I'm like, okay. I'm like no, no, it's going to be so good. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And so I'm, I'm already energetically basically sent it. And, and I'm like, I'm so about to send it, I'm taking a moment, feeling into it, looking at Joe. I'm just like I, like, I love you. Yes, we're doing this. All of a sudden, I'm completely wet. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I put down the phone. I'm like, I'm going to be right back to go to the bathroom. And uh, I have a, a love cup or moon cup in yeah. from my, it's just started my cycle the day before. Very little blood too. By the yeah. After two months, it was like almost nothing. It was interesting. But I had my love cup in. I take the cup out and I go to put it, I always save it in a jar. I go to put it in a jar and it's like, dunk. oh my God, it's Like, what the fuck was that? I've never seen, heard anything that I've never heard or felt heaviness in, mm-hmm. cycle in the blood. I'm just like, wait, what, what was that? Okay, so weird. Okay, I'm just going to leave that there, put the back in go up to the room. All of a sudden I start having really intense cramps, oh my God. Like really intense it's like wow, it doesn't—it didn't even feel like regular cramps. Though I've never even felt this kind of pain. It was a not even. I mean, it was just like these sensations were very unusual. I've experienced these sensations before. So I, I go out there and I lay down on my on the yoga mat, just stretching a little bit, and telling Joe what happened. I was like, oh, so you know, I've been dealing with a new meatus for the last year in two months the magic the sound healing and all of a sudden I just started bleeding out of nowhere after we talked about it and I feel like what this is is like the, the release the opening mm-hmm. of like I'm actually going to create in the moment that I energetically they already sent that money I, know, I, just, I, just, I already did it so I energetically had already sent it and all of a sudden it started coming through and I started like the floodgates open I started bleeding like profusely oh and I dumped out these like things I told him I was like there's something in there I don't even know like I don't want to look at it now but I'm going to in a little bit all of a sudden <laughs> I'm laying there maybe 10 minutes later I have I'm wet all the way up my back I've I never experienced my life I've never had I've never had this blood to ever feel like wet up oh my, my back. I get up I go to the bathroom completely full the entire cup in 10 minutes is completely I, get that happened. That happened. I never yes. even filled one in my life never even filled one it's completely full overflowing oh my God. I pour it out same thing. You it? Were you scared of them? I went through many emotions. So, oh. this continued to happen for two hours. Stop it. I was freaked out. I was, I was freaked out. out. Bleeding. <laughs> I went back to talk to them and continue bleeding. It literally looked like a mask in the bathroom because even in, in between yeah, of, like, wiping blood and Jake putting blood in the thing and, like, blood coming out and, like, it was literally, <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? And then finally I realized I'm looking at this cup of blood and I'm like all I see is blood and there's some shit in there I was like I want to see what's in there And I go and I grab a cup pl- like I'm not even thinking I just go grab a plate and I just stick my hands in and start like dumping the things out <laughs> on the plate I don't even think I could use a spoon or anything I'm just like oh, I'm not <laughs> just plate. and I'm sitting there looking at these things it's an entire platter of creations. oh my god I Felt a lot of things at first. I was like, okay, it's just not. And I'll go into my <laughs> with this. Is. So I, I can only call them creations because they look like nothing I've ever seen.
0: Oh, wow.
1: So I'm looking at this plate and I'm just like, okay. Part of me was like, oh my God, I want to call my mom. This is like a huge opening. I feel like I've been like releasing so much, like after all the endometriosis and the pain. Blah, blah, blah. And then I went into my mom's mind and my mom would have freaked the fuck out. I'm like, you're going to the hospital. Yeah. Like you need to go to the hospital. What yeah. are you doing? You're literally bleeding right now like organs like is what it yeah like thing like like like, Oh like my god i just freaked out huge like, <laughs> so but i so i had this moment as i'm looking at them think feeling my mom my friend, i find i was like so i was like feeling really excited for a minute there until i like poured them out i was like holy fuck that's a lot, a lot of blood it's a lot of blood it was like a pint of blood oh my god in, like, in a matter of a couple hours yeah in total um so but that but that point it was only really like an hour in because it continued from and so I'm looking at these and I, I start to like, I'm like excited. I'm like, okay, yes, this is amazing. I'm clearing this. I'm clearing this. This is amazing. And then I'm like, think about my mom and her fear. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. if this isn't like good. And I have a moment and then it just comes through me so clearly that months before when I was in, I think it was in Sedona, uh, when I was connecting deeply with my womb and it, this is something I take. My clients through, and it's something we can all do for ourselves in any moment of, of, of pain, especially like uh, consistent pain. Yeah. It's feeling so deeply into my womb. And I was asking myself, I was asking so clearly, I'm like, tell me, what is this? What is this within me? What are these? What needs to happen? Just tell me. And then I would just listen and breathe and like remain open for the channel to come through. And it came through so clear. And my woman said, these are your creations, your unborn creation babies that you never birthed into the world. Mm. You are such a powerful creator that you physically created these, and they are creating so much stagnation in your womb that it is causing you pain so that you will finally release them.
0: Oh, my
1: gosh. The Came straight from my womb. Like, literally, from end with the, what is the womb? The infinite portal of creation. Like, yeah. infinite everything. So, it came through so clear, so strong. So, as I'm sitting there looking here, looking at these, having this moment of, like, fear, of, like, thinking about my mom, knowing that she would be like, get that fucked up. What are you doing? <laughs> looking at them. Yeah, I'm looking at them, and I'm like, oh, my
0: God. These
1: are the creation babies. Oh. These are the babies that I had to birth. Fucking like Mary Magdalene, like immaculate conception style I had to give. I literally gave birth pain. Yeah. the pain the sensations that I had of the like contractions were like no thing I'd ever experienced they were not like any other cycle it was literally my body was giving birth
0: oh my god I
1: know this is like detailed I mean I don't, I don't care you bad. guys need to hear it way that teacher she's been teaching like, no way for so years, oh, for years like, grew up she's always been birth now she's oh, a death. dude oh my another reason she decided to like because she, she knows the infinite mm-hmm. loop from watching her mother pass she like decided to go into that work so she's about both it's really really powerful. she's like such a freaking magical shaman mm-hmm. but so i remember that I remember hearing that when they when the woman gives birth that the cervix actually like comes so close. Oh. It's preparing itself to, to give birth. So it comes really close to the surface. And when I was putting in my love cup in between, I like couldn't even, you couldn't even stick it in. It was like right at the cervix. I could feel my cervix outside of me as if wow. I was like, as if it was like the it head of a baby. Birth. Yeah, wow. so my cervix completely like came down to release all of these. And it stayed, and it was actually, like, really fucking sore. My whole womb was sore. Everything oh, was sore yeah. for days, as if I would fully given birth. Wow. And the next morning, my cervix had completely up. Oh, my goodness. And I completely stopped bleeding. It was just, like, full-on meal of birth. Like, the, you know, the, the body's just like, and we're dying. Like, it was just so divine. But so I'm sitting here looking at these babies, these mm-hmm. creations, and I'm like, okay. It just, like, a calm came over me of just, like, oh. You know what this is. Yeah, I know, I already told you what this is. Like my womb told me, like, yeah. I was like, I know what this is. There's no fear. This is mm-hmm. exactly in divine order. This is what had to happen. And I even had another moment of realizing that i had had a session with a medical medium, one of my amazing medical woman, Sarah Larson. Love you. And she told me, she said, um, when the time comes, you will have to pass these things within you they will need to come through you my God, and so, I'm so not mad. only did I feel the knowing of my own womb but I also felt that clear knowing of what she had shared with me that they would have to come out eventually they would have to come out of me and so I was like okay this is it and I started looking at them and I was like oh these are the, these are the albums I never made it's the podcast it's a conscious comedy reality show I never made literally was like oh my god like witnessing these creation babies and it was, it was so wild, wild. um oh my god and so uh yeah basically and
0: now this was recently so this is like this so was like a couple weeks ago Okay, so this was a couple weeks ago. Oh, and
1: mind you, though, this is the – this is why I was going to bring it full circle. This was on the – so the portal opened through committing to myself and my dreams and birthing my realities into my creations, into existence in the outer world through having the support of the mm-hmm. team so, to help me do it, infrastructure, Yeah. strategic infrastructure. That commitment to myself and the world and that dream my entire life And the, and the impact literally opened up the portal, completely opened the portal that allowed for this to come through. Wow. Vigored by magic. The first day, the day before that, with the endocrine bowls that allowed me to start bleeding. And then it was the first day that magic and I weren't together. Mm -hmm. It was literally like he had been there with me the whole time for a year and a half. And it was so clear that the last part of this full initiation, I had to walk through myself. -hmm. Without calling him, without texting him, without him being Mm -hmm. next to me, I got to go through it on my own and literally birthed these babies out of me. Like it was so profound that 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 was a part of that was such a huge part of it was like Mm -hmm. he couldn't be with me for that part. I had to do it on my own. Yeah. And it was like the final initiation again of like Mm -hmm. I can show you the doorway, but you have to walk through it. Mm -hmm. That was me. Truly walking through it and, and burning, like really walking through the flames. Totally. To rebirth myself. And I really felt like a, I rebirthed myself. Like I felt like a new being afterwards. I was like a newborn baby. I was just like, <laughs> what? I was like, I, I felt like I, I mean, I do. I feel like I released so much from my body, so much stagnation, so much trauma like a sexual mm-hmm. trauma physical emotional mental like withholding people pleasing guilt shame like so much release from my wow victim. seriously it was like oh my god so massive
0: and so this is like literally a story of not just putting accretions out into the world, but it's also about, like, letting things go. Constantly consistently in being in that flow and that cycle and moving your body and mm-hmm. being in the breath, able to do it. Yeah. and moving Yeah, Yes, so that's amazing. So now, going forward, like, you're taking this newborn self with you on this journey. Like, what does that look like? Like, what is old self and new self? And what
1: is that new self onto a body? So... The old self was someone who was very easily uh, defensive yeah. and still holding on to so much trauma that I didn't even realize mm-hmm. inside of me. it's literally inside of my womb, um, but also physically Like I was holding on to so much and I, I truly didn't recognize how much I was still holding on to because I've been through such a crazy journey and I've gone through so many... Rebirth already. I feel like I've been through many lives in this one lifetime. I'm 33, and it's like, <laughs> wait, is that one life? Um, but so moving forward, what I've felt and what I've experienced is not only the importance of being an actual living embodiment of what we. Preach because this is something that is so across the board. It's like you look up to any of your favorite people, and the thing that they speak about is the thing that they most need. Yeah. The thing that they most get to work on. The thing, and it's very confusing. Oftentimes, when you like get behind closed doors and you actually see who that person is, you're like, wait, but you teach this. Why are you?
0: Totally. Why is
1: this such a hard thing for you? It's like this, this is my greatest work. Yeah. i teaching this. That's why I'm guiding others into it.
0: Totally.
1: And so one of the biggest things moving forward is like really being that embodiment, consistently coming back, recognizing that we have the choice in every single moment to choose how we want to feel, how we're going to respond, how we're going to choose to move the energy and going back to one of the, one of the millions of lessons I received from my soulmate. Magician alchemist in dog form was watching him constantly, even when I would be like, do, calling him over for the simplest things or telling him simple stuff, he would shake, he would mm. constantly like, like, shake it off yeah. every time, constantly. I'm like, what's up with that? I, you, I mean, now I've had him for nine and a half years, so obviously, I know. But the first few years, I was like, what all he constantly shaking? And I like, clearly got the answer. So my family, like, that's what this was about. In order for them and us. Such teachers, such gods, in order for them and us to stay fully present in the moment, unattached, no expectation, Mm. we must constantly release it and let it move and transform it, bring us back into joy, bring us back into pleasure, bring us back into whatever it is that we desire, bring us back to ourselves, but to not hold it. And so this is one of the biggest practices that I do for myself, and like I guide my clients into as well as the constant moving of the energy and the choice that we have to move that energy. All of the fear and the pain and the anger and the frustration that is within us, it will just bounce around like a freaking pinball, mm-hmm. causing so much pain and dis ease. Dis-ease? Mm-hmm. disease comes from dis ease in the body. Yeah. And we have the power, and maybe trigger warning for some of you, but like we literally have the power to. to to transform everything from cancer to anxiety to mental disorder yeah, schizophrenic yeah. everything and i have worked with i have worked with clients from like a mm-hmm. whole range of things from diabetes to herpes to hashimoto's mm-hmm. to things that you are told that you uh, my most recent client has autoimmune disorder and hashimoto's and herpes and she was told and one other thing I can't remember in this moment um but she was told she's gonna have all of them for the rest of her life Mm-hmm. and she took that on she, I remember her saying in her story I have these things I'm going to have them forever now she knows, I told her we were completely rewired her brain, completely reprogrammed these lies mm-hmm. she knows that those are not her and she does not claim those anymore and she recognizes that she holds the keys within her mm-hmm. to and how deeply connected they are yeah. stress, Hashimoto's her, all of these things are inflamed by the same things autoimmune, it's like they're all connected and we must move through them. It is a choice that we to move through them. What an honor to initiate ourselves into the next level of consciousness so we can actually experience what the heaven this life was given to us for. Yeah. Which is to create and to love and to be in pleasure and to dance and to sing and to express and to play and to actually create the life of our dreams and to live and anchor as i like to say <laughs> heaven yeah. on earth yeah heaven on earth it exists now and if you're a bible person that's like the kingdom of heaven is within the kingdom of heaven is within what do you think that's saying yeah
0: like,
1: it is within you right now and it is a choice to see with new eyes It mm-hmm. is a choice to realize that the truth has always been here was never lost never gone mm-hmm. never needed to be found just a choice to see with your eyes. yeah and once you see beyond the lies you cannot believe. So truly stepping in, like I've stepped in in a whole new way and I'm able to guide on a whole nother level because this is a, everything that I've been through in the past was like my certificate. People are always like, what are you, tra- who trains you and what's your experience and what's your, or what's your certifications? I'm not certified in anything. My experience of my certification yeah. and the experience that I've been through even before this was like so beyond that was how I was able to help people because I've been through it. I've been from severe suicidal depression to like heavenly magical existence, magnetizing everything I need, living in mansions with organic vegan meals being given to me and a Tesla. Like live like what is this life? Like I just magnetize all this. I get to live for free in a mansion in Venice, seven million dollar home. Like crazy crazy shit that doesn't even make sense. Because then nonsense, none of the mind, nonsense, yeah. and so. We have the power within us. So everything I had already been through like qualifies me to to guide people into this. And this last initiation that I went through with the most excruciating pain I've ever you could ever imagine like literally was like back into my like I could die now I
0: yeah. think I could
1: die. This is this isn't worth it. I don't need this pain. Um, and completely being able to transform the pain into pleasure into. Hour to allow her to flow through me mm. to allow this energy to flow through me and actually align and on have it on it
0: so good oh my god that's amazing I love it um, wow life-changing <laughs> <laughs> story and you know I love I, I mean you just said so 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 much
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm sure
0: like, that there's somebody out there, though, that's literally experiencing something. Somebody either pain with their womb or just holding on to emotions, or even just the story of feeling like it's so sensitive and having all the skin wrenches to my brain. It
1: me anything, literally everything, even excess weight. It became so clear that I realized after mm-hmm. being so overweight, yeah. I realized that all it was was stored emotions. Totally. Stagnant, yeah. stored energy and emotions. And what it mm-hmm. does is. We create these barriers. Weight, physical excess weight is actually a barrier of protection Mm -hmm. to protect yourself. And then once you realize that you're so safe, you're so safe in your own body, in this own vessel, you're so safe, then you can start to lay down the layers. You can start to lay down the shields. You can start to lay down the, the protection. Yeah. So it's everything.
0: Yes, 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 yes. So how can people reach you?
1: If they so, want to learn more, yeah, totally. The easiest way, the thing that I check the most is my Instagram. If you just go on there and, and message me, um, I respond to my messages, and then also I really invite you to, even if you don't want to reach out and you're maybe like, oh, I don't want to talk to her, but like, I want to get my toes wet, look at some of my, my videos on there, my everything that is on there, even if it's just a picture, read what is written. The videos on there are so powerful, they're direct opportunities, practices, ways, and things that we can do, things that we can ultimately like just do right now in this moment to shift our lives. Um, and then I also offer a free right now it's free when it gets super booked up, I, I charge a pretty low fee, but still it's like, My free offering is I have a free Dream Life Activation where I help you to witness and recognize your limiting beliefs and these patterns and these old programs that want to be transformed, help you to really recognize that you hold the keys, you have the power within you, and to help support you in in launching that. And then if you want to go deeper, I have other offerings, but I'm open to offering that to anyone who does apply um, and qualifies for that. So, if you go to my Instagram and you click the link in my bio, the very first thing at the top is the free Dream life activation. And um, so, yeah, I would love that to offer that to any of you who are interested. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so much more to come from my sound healing. I've been recording all these beautiful musical medicine. I have these epic, mm-hmm. just just channeled this powerful spoken word poetry that mm-hmm. depicts the entire story of my poem.
0: Of course, amazing. every
1: line has like 10 years of information in <laughs> it. But it's so potent. So I'm going to be putting that out soon. And just, it's all just to be given, to be given, to be given. And this creation, just something I can And we had this beautiful ceremony with, with magic. Um, It was so clear. I was like, these babies are going to change the world. Like, totally. I'm releasing these babies onto the world. Yeah, I'm going to everything. My life has been a And yeah, if you are in a place where you are feeling helpless, hopeless, not trusting your body, not able to express yourself, feeling this knowing of the stagnation that is within you, but truly not knowing how to move this energy so disconnected from your body, your intuition, your pleasure, your voice, your heart, your womb, your yoni, your fucking sexual, sensual, magnetic energy, like disconnected in sex, not enjoying sex. Maybe you're in the beautiful relationship of your dream, but you're not even enjoying it because you haven't found that joy and fulfillment within yourself or you're craving your true love relationship I would love to help support you so please reach out to
0: me mm. and yeah,
1: I would love to help guide you back home to the truth of who we are
0: mm, thank you so much, thank you for being here and doing this, this is so special
1: Yeah, my pleasure truly mm-hmm. mm, they gave you the platform to be able to share this story it's yeah. the first time I've ever shared it this obviously it's it's very fresh so
0: i'm honored thank you